702. The Africa Report with Crystal Odison. 7 to 7, The Africa Report is brought to you by SAA, the ones who fly. SAA's Going Group Network now flying to Sao Paulo, Brazil, your gateway to South America. Crystal Odison, a very good morning to you. Uh, let's start uh, with SA and UK forensic investigators assisting Ugandan authorities. This is following the murder of a tourist at the National Park last week. The army there say they're on the hunt for the murderers. Yes, good morning, Bongani. So, Yuveri Museveni, the president of Uganda, says the army is on the trail. They are going to arrest these five people that's um, associated with the Allied Democratic Forces, which is a Islamist group, the Ugandans say, um, and he says they were responsible for this brutal murder of the two, two tourists, one South African and one from the UK and the Ugandan tour guide. Now, what we've already known is that the Ugandan Defence Force, um, they say they've attacked an ADF base and Museveni called on ordinary people to get involved um, in the hunting down of the suspects. Now, the couple, um, they were on their honeymoon, Bongani, when they were killed uh, with their guide. Um, their vehicle was burnt outside the Queen Elizabeth National Park. Now, this is located in a remote area near the DRC base. Um, it's apparently, according to local reports, a popular destination for South Africans. Of course, the country also still picking up after that COVID-19 pandemic and the tourism sector still recovering. So this is not good news for that sector. Um, but Museveni is saying that, look, the army is involved. They, of course, have also called on the UK and South African forensic authorities to help um, the um, local authorities there um, to just get more uh, information regarding how the attack happened. Um, And so far, the army says they've already received permission from the DRC's Felix Chichikedi to head over to the country to all. Crystal, are you still there? I think we lost you there for a second. Can Are you still on? All right, it appears we've lost our connection with Crystal Orderson. Maybe we'll try and get her on the line to continue uh, also, chatting to start us. Ah. As this is a lot. Can you hear me? We yes, lost I am. You. We lost you for a whole Don't chunk. Uh, we can hear you now. We lost you for a whole chunk uh, of uh, the last part of uh, that story. So just maybe give us a line or two to wrap it up. Nope, your connection oh, is... Oh, gosh. We've lost you again. Yes, so look, I mean, this is not great news for the Ugandan authorities. Sad news for... No, it's not working. Um, we've completely lost Crystal Orderson. I'll tell you what, maybe uh, let's try and get Crystal back on the phone lines and see if we can wrap it up that way. Uh, Crystal, are you there now? Yes, Bongani. So just um, just wrapping it up. So look, not great news, really sad news. A young, a couple being murdered at a place where they were going to have their honeymoon. Not great news for the Ugandan authorities. Um, but Museveni really coming out and saying, look, we're going to deal with the terrorist attack. But I think certainly not going to be great right. news for anyone heading to Queen Elizabeth. Let's move on to our second story. The Angolan president, Joao Lorenzo, surviving an impeachment bid. Uh, the 69-year-old, of course, is the country's third president since independence. Does it signal a change in terms of the political climate and scene there? 
I think it does, Mungani. In fact, the story didn't make a lot of headlines, but it's really a sea change moment for the opposition party to have actually brought this motion to Parliament. It took a lot of back and forth because, of course, the ruling MPLA did not want a UNITAS motion to pass, but it went to Parliament. Of course, um, they didn't win, but I do think it you know, the political landscape in Angola is certainly changing. For the past few months, we've had a protest against the high cost of living, people saying they simply cannot afford to buy basics, and they've taken to the streets, which again is quite unusual. After the impeachment motion was denied, we saw the president, Jean Lorenzo, um, addressing the nation to say that, look, since COVID, things have really not been great. They are still struggling. The economy is struggling, but they are trying to make a a change. Um, interestingly enough, critics say that um, Joao Lorenzo has used collective punishment, um, like sacking of security officials, and of course, coming after the Dos Santos children. Um, we know that um, some of the children, like all their money, have basically been taken away. So um, that's quite interesting. And then Human Rights Watch also saying that human rights um, issues and what's happening on the ground have, is not looking good. But interestingly enough. The UNITA is saying this is this is not the last time they're going to work on another motion. So it comes in Angola Bungani. All right, Crystal Audison with this morning's